Section four of A Day at a Time by Archibald Alexander. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Marianne. Section four. Finical Farming. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Ecclesiastes chapter two, verse four. When a man like the writer of Ecclesiastes gives his view on life, it is worth everybody's while to listen. A tabloid of experience is worth a ton of theory, and it is from his own knowledge of men and experience of life that he has discovered that he that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. Was ever a temper of mind, that we all know something about, more neatly hit off than that? You can see the very picture which this wise preacher had before his eyes. Agricola was a farmer in his parish who would not sow his fields unless the wind was blowing soft and gentle from a certain direction, and the clouds were just as he wished to see them. He held there was no hope of a harvest unless wind and clouds were right. And I observed, says the wise man, that Agricola, my farmer friend, waiting for the exactly suitable conditions, never got his seed in at all. He was speaking chiefly about benevolence and charity when he used this figure, and that is one reason why we need to give heed to it, for ours is an age of charity. We give more to the poor and needy today than ever any nation gave before. It is said, indeed, that a good deal of our giving is not very wise. Our charities overlap. The true necessitous are forgotten, and the improvident, the lazy and the wasteful reap the largest share. Certainly that is one of the parables of charity giving. But I question very much if, in our efforts to avoid it, we are not running the risk of falling into a graver mistake still, namely, of observing the wind over much before we sow. If I refuse to give my might for Christ's sake till I have made perfectly certain that it will not be misused, if we withhold our subscription from a charity till we are assured that it is managed in the most economical fashion, it will end in us giving nothing at all. There is, of course, a reasonable amount of inquiry that is not only legitimate but necessary, just as there is a regarding of the clouds before reaping which is simply wise. But to wait till every scruple is satisfied, till every risk has been eliminated and there is no cloud in the sky, is to wait for a state of matters that may be long enough in coming. Meantime, the needy person may die, or the corn blacken in the fields. Charity, however, is but a small part of Christian benevolence. The law of Christ says, Neighbor, whether he be poor or not. He is in trouble, and I feel inclined to visit him. Must I wait till I am sure he will not misunderstand my motive? I have it in my heart to forgive him. Shall I defer the reconciliation till I am convinced that he will not offend again? Or I have hurt and offended him and wish to apologize? Have I not better to wait till I know he will not reject my advances? The wise man's answer to all these questions is an emphatic no. If you wait for all that, he says, you will wait too long and the chance will go past. Wait till the wind and the clouds are just as you would wish them, and you will neither sow nor reap at all. What to do, then? The wise man answers, In the morning sow thy seed, and in the evening withhold not thy hand, 
for thou knowest not whether shall prosper either this or that or whether they both shall be alike good just because you can never fully calculate what the result of your labors may be give up trying don't trouble about it but do what comes to your hand at the time if it is sowing time don't wait for the perfect day if the weather will do it all sow thy seed in the morning and in the evening do not stop in other words take life more royally do not be deterred by its ordinary risks seize your chance like a brave man you do not know of course whether that seed you sow will prosper or not but sow it all the same don't let the fact that you don't know cause you to hold your hand it is just because you do not know but that the kindness which you offer your neighbor may be ill-requited that there is a royal free-handed self-forgetfulness in offering it that a man should live his life and do his good deeds with a certain dash and carelessness of conscience that the preacher thought the ideal of noble living and when we measure it by the standard of him who said do good and lend hoping for nothing again it does not seem to come so very far short for of course there are continual surprises that life holds for faith if only the corn reaped when the clouds were just right was safely gathered in then indeed we might feel that we could not be too careful but what do we find again and again why we find that men who have had the faith to sow when one day was by no means perfect have been blessed beyond their expectations we find our barns full and running over though we reaped on a cloudy day we have seen men cast their bread upon the waters where you would say it was certain to be lost and find it again after many days it's perfectly true that you don't know whether shall prosper this or that yet often have you been surprised to find that where you thought you knew you were proved mistaken and where you dealt in faith it stood justified beyond your dreams and so the end of the matter for the preacher is once more live your life royally with a certain loving wastefulness and an easy disregard of calculations do all the good you can and do it with a free hand not asking to see your harvest before you sow but taking your risk of it and leaving the outcome with god cast your bread on the waters and you will find it after many days but what of the bread one has cast on the waters only to see it carried away apparently of no use to anybody what of the faith that has not been justified what of the good done to the ill-deserving of the kindly meant act repaid with indignity and scorn it is a hard question not easy to answer not fully to be answered at all after many days says the preacher and there is no sign yet we say patience brothers patience god's day is not yet done when the days have run out to the end it will be time enough to say if we miss the bread returning we shall be better able to count the gains and the losses if there are any then when the days are done prayer teach us o lord and master the high and difficult lesson that only those who lose their lives shall truly find them. Show us that the manna hoarded in miserly fashion is always touched by thy curse. In small things, as in great, 
May this be a token that we are thy disciples, that virtue also goeth out of us. Amen. End of section 4